Merry Christmas. Early one morning during Advent 1, or during Advent, I was reading the lessons for today for, from John's Gospel, what Ken just read, and praying for guidance as to what to talk about this morning when the crash, when I noticed the crash on my coffee table that caught my eye. And I started gazing at Mary and Joseph and the wise men and the shepherds and the angels and the animals. And my thoughts turned to the annual Christmas pageant here at St. John's with all our precious children dressed in costumes, reenacting the night of Jesus' birth. And the song, Mary Did You Know, which we heard sung so beautifully during the pageant, reverberated in my mind. And I began to think about how the poet who wrote that song really understands who Jesus is. Now you may wonder how that song and the first 17 verses of the Gospel of John are connected. But as I was writing, it kind of went as a stream of consciousness. I would read something in John and then I would hear a line or two from the song. So it's woven in, bear with me. <laughs> um, perhaps I'm being too simplistic, but the good news of the Gospel is expressed in both this simple song and the elegant words of John in the prologue to his gospel account. Maybe it is somewhat of a leap, but I believe the themes are the same. If you want to know who the true God is, look long and hard at Jesus. John begins his gospel account with, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the word was God. John takes us back to time before sunshine, telling us when you see, Je when you see Jesus, you're encountering God himself. He takes us back to the first chapter of Genesis, which starts with, in the beginning, God. God created. The holy triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, have always existed. The Son of God was there at the creation of the world. Paul writes in the first chapters of his letter to the Colossians, Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And in him, all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. I hear that echo of that song, Mary, did you know that your baby boy is Lord? Capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D of all creation. John Barr writes in his book, Waylaid by Light, which is a devotional based on John's Gospel. Notice that he says, notice the exact and deliberate paralleling that happens with the first verses of the Bible in Genesis with the prologue of, to John. We discover we will discover the impress of Jesus at each turn, but for now, 
Here is Jesus, a new word of God, come to forge a new creation from the fragments of a damaged grandeur. At each turn, whether it is a Nicodemus or a Lazarus or a Mary, Jesus will pick up the scattered shards of their lives and remake them. They will all be lured into the fresh wonder of a new Genesis, as will all people of all time who receive him and who will believe in his name. He makes all things new. And again, I hear the echo of that song. Mary, did you know that your baby boy will give sight to a blind man? Did you know that your baby boy will calm the storm with his hand? The blind will see, the deaf will hear, the dead will live again. The lame will leap, the dumb will speak the praises of the Lamb. You see John, Jesus' beloved disciple, who wrote this prologue, knew Jesus up close and personally. He was an eyewitness many times to the events the poet asked Mary about in the song. John has personal knowledge of the storm being calmed. He was in the boat. John saw the blind see, the deaf hear, and he was there when Lazarus came out of the grave. Rather than write about angels, Bethlehem, shepherds, and all the details surrounding Jesus' birth, which are glorious, I'm not saying those accounts aren't valuable, but John chose to sum up in 17 verses the entire gospel message that Jesus is the great I am and then go on in his gospel book to give seven examples of Jesus saying, I am. And if you want to read John, I, I recommend starting the new year with reading the gospel of John and look for all those I ams. I am the light of the world. I am the good shepherd. Lots of I ams. One more thing we need to look at in these first 17 verses of John is this. There's a tragedy at the heart of this overture in the prologue to John's Gospel. The world was made by the Word, but human life, in the words of Martin Luther, is twisted, strangely curved in on itself. Jesus, the true light, shone into the world, but the world did not recognize him. He came to his own, and they did not receive him. This is the tragedy which stains every man and woman who ever lived. Men and women curved in on themselves, loving darkness, loving sin, avoiding commitment, exchanging real joy for comfort, looking for the lost thing in all the wrong places. But the tragedy, the darkness, does not master it. Jesus wheels around and faces into the darkness and says, you shall not pass. The great good news is that God comes in grace and truth to unveil the Father's heart, to offer a way back to all the, what 
Ken just read, to all who received him, he gave power to become children of God. And again, that song echoes, Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? This child that you delivered will soon deliver you. Did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels tried? When you kiss your little baby, you have kissed the face of God. Did you know that your baby boy is heaven's perfect lamb? The sleeping child you're holding is the great I am. The great I am, the word, took on flesh. He became one of us and came among us. And we have seen his glory, full of grace and truth. For from his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God who is at the Father's side. Jesus has made him known. Ultimately, there are only two options for us humans, for humanity. And we will see this rustle through all the pages of John's Gospel, and we will have to face it in our own mirror. We will either reject that light that has come, or we will receive it. What do you say today? Let us pray. Father, in these few verses of both the song and John's gospel, we are stunned by your love for us. All of reality is unearthed and exposed here. Of all our plans and dreams and wishes, help us do the one thing necessary. Help us believe in your name. Receive you into our deep heart's core. All the rest is periphery. Waylay us with your glory, and please don't stop. Thank you that your word says you will never leave or forsake those who believe. Amen.